Welcome to the Don't Call Me Skinny podcast. I'm your host, Coach Sarah J with CP Fitness. I'm an online nutrition coach and trainer who tells it like it is. I work with women all over the world through my online programs. Each Wednesday, I drop an episode dissecting diet culture norms to give you the facts and reality of nutrition and fitness and how they fit into your world. The current diet culture needs to be revamped, and I'm here to set it straight. My passion is teaching you how to take control over your nutrition, fitness, and overall mindset with my no BS approach. Please remember that this podcast is for educational purposes only and should never be used as medical advice. If you like what you hear today, I'd love for you to leave a review, a rating, share it with a friend, and as always, please keep coming back for more. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's do it. Hello, hello, and welcome to the beginning or middle at this point of week three of the new year. How's it going? How's it going? How you doing? How you doing? All right. Hard to believe. Like we are legitimately like halfway through this month already. It feels like we just had Christmas yesterday and then the new year the day after. And now here we are. And it's like, how are we already here? But here we are. Okay. First thing that I'm going to talk about in two days two days. I talked about this last week on Friday No Filter. In two days, the Brain Breakthrough launches. January 20th. It begins February 1st. It is a six-week program, okay? It took me like, I don't know, 30-some years to understand why what I did in the past never worked, why I could never stick to a fucking diet, why when I could, it was never successful because I always ended up putting weight back on, and I always had to start over, okay? It took me over 36 years to understand that my brain and every decision and every experience in my past led me to all of those fucking decisions. All of the reasons that I could not keep the weight off or do or even lose the weight or anything else was all because of my brain. And the hard part was unlearning everything I thought I knew and accepting that my brain was truly the reason that I just was stuck. Like it was truly stuck. My brain was getting me stuck and unhappy. Okay. So this program is created for you. So you don't have to do this hard work alone. It takes longer. It's harder. It's lonely. I don't want you to have to do it the same way I had to fucking do it. It is not fun to do it on your own by yourself because in general, this work is not fun. So when you have to do it alone by yourself, it's even more unfun, okay? I don't want you to have to do it that way. So I created you a place that you can learn. I created a place that you get to ask questions. I created a place that you get to have a community and all you have to do is show the fuck up for yourself. That's the whole name of this game, right? So the hard part may be the showing up and let me handle everything else and you just do that one step, okay? I am looking forward to working with you. I'm looking forward to breaking your brain so you can be successful and go after everything that you fucking want. Here we go on to today's topic. I'm gonna be honest and this is not, at all meant to be political because it doesn't really matter what side or what you believe or what you don't believe. That's irrelevant to this. But the last three years has been a fucking disastrous shit show. I'm sorry, but it has on so many levels, okay? There's not really a nicer way to say that. 
I'm just going to say that. That is just accepting it. Okay. That being said, during especially like that first year of the past three, like the very beginning of 2020, when the whole world shut down, okay, there were two kinds of people. (laughs) There were two kinds of people. There were the kind of people who got off the couch and completely like changed their life. They're like, oh my God, I have all this time in the world now and I can do all the things that I've never done before and that I've always wanted. And they changed their lives. And then there's also those people who thought, fuck it, I'm going to die. I'm just going to eat Oreos and wine. And that's going to be my meal every day, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Okay. And you know which side of the fence you sat on. To be honest, I kind of was in the middle. I was like, I'm going to eat the Oreos, drink the whiskey in my case, but I'm also going to go downstairs and deadlift because I could, because I had the equipment to do so. So I was kind of like in the middle. And what I settled for was just staying the same. I didn't really change or do anything either way. But my point is all of this. So many people, so many people, so many of you, I know who you are, you know who you are, said that they were going to change their life. Life's too short. It was time to do better, be better, live in the moments. You know if you said those things. And I would say over the last year, most recently, I've seen this kind of desire and drive tank. Realizing, all right, so I'm not going to die, but I'm still going to eat those Oreos and wine. Like, okay. Hmm. Right. And not to be a bitch. I'm not, I'm just going to say this like it is. When I get on a call with a client or a, pro, a, a prospect client, literally, They're like, well, I was really getting my shit together. And then, you know, like COVID happened. And I was really like, I was so on my game and I had already lost 15 pounds. And then COVID happened. And blah, 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 blah. And then COVID happened. And to be fair, it happened to the whole fucking world. It didn't just happen to a couple of people, okay? And it allowed a lot of us to to get knocked down again. It allowed, it, it opened the door for an excuse. So... Now you're kind of back to your original life and whatnot, right? Okay. You're living day to day, no care in the world, thinking you got forever now because, okay, the worst is gone and now we're just going to go back to our normal lives, quote unquote, the new norm. Okay. And I'm here to kind of let you know, like, mm, you don't have all the time in the world. Life is just as short, if not shorter than it was in 2020. And you have settled back into accepting that you're mediocre, you're just getting by. You're just going back to living day in and day out the grind. You're going to do the bare minimum of what you need to just to get shit done. That's it. You're living your life in a default mode, meaning you're just going to take whatever it is coming at you and accept that that's all it's ever going to be. Well, how many times have you guys said this? It's just how I am. I'm not meant to be healthy. I just can't lose weight. I just don't have the energy for this. There isn't enough time in the day for this. It's too overwhelming, so I quit. This is my personal favorite. It is what it is. Hmm, I'm going to challenge that. But is it more than that? Can it be more than it is what it is? Is that really, truly how you want to fucking live? Really, just settle. Just accept what is. After all, this week, legitimately, tomorrow, is when 
the majority of the people who signed up for their New Year's resolutions, I'm going to be the best New Year, new me. I'm going to lose all this weight. It's going to be epic and amazing and wonderful. It actually has been now named Quitter's Day, January 19th. Quitter's Day. Because everybody quits. I wish this was a joke, not a joke. You can look it up. Okay. And here's the other like fun fact about this. Over 60% of the people that make a new year's resolution, make them about their health, their wellness, and their want to lose weight somewhere in there. Right. Maybe, maybe it isn't about weight. Maybe it's just like, I'm going to get my mental health in order this, this year. I'm going to do this thing this year. And then it never happened. So it doesn't even have to be about weight per se. It could be just about your overall health and wellness. Okay. But here's the thing. We settle. We settle. We, we get scared. We pull back and we allow fear to take over. And it's easier to accept that it is what it is. Oh, it is what it is. Can't do anything about it. Then to face like the potential that you might fail that somebody might see you do something that they don't think is right or that turns out terrible, okay? I mean, you could always go to the place of like, well, what if I'm not good enough? Well, what if it doesn't happen? How how would I explain to so-and-so about this? Here's some examples uh, of in, in this space, how this would happen. What if they stare at me at the gym? What if someone questions me about why I chose a salad at dinner? Hmm. What if I start this diet and it doesn't work? How am I going to get to the gym before work and not be tired? What are they going to say about me once I leave the room? Right? We allow doubt and questions to start flooding our mind. We allow this to happen. So here's a question for you. Are you a person continuously living, questioning everything that you're doing, but you want more? Hmm. Because if this is the case, you're settling. And the only question that you really need to be asking yourself is, for how long are you going to settle? For how long are you going to settle? And I'm going to say this because this is actually something that all of you guys know. I've been working with a coach. Um, on, I'm currently in a bulk and I have a coach. And we had a, I had my check-in this last week. This is a great story. We had my check-in this last week and I was using language like should or could. And she called me out. She called my ass out. And so I think that we forget that language is really fucking important. Okay. And even more funny that then I had to turn this. So this was a conversation I had yesterday with her, an intern. I had the same conversation with a client of mine, same conversation about language. Okay. So we often see failure as a negative outcome. We fail at something. What if I fail at working out? What if I fail at a diet? What if I fail at I don't this relationship? What if I fail at my job? What if I fail my children? What if I fail, fail, fail? We see failure as a negative outcome. And in fact, like I don't know many people except for the business space that I hold currently that see failure as a positive. 
because we don't believe it to be truly failing at something, we call it something else. So what if you stopped calling not succeeding at something failure and instead called it an experience or a learning moment? So here's a prime example. You didn't fail at your diet. You learned something about food or learned something about your relationship with food. Could be why you're eating a bag of chips. Like this week I had some, like one of my clients start understanding her emotions around why she's eating. And to do that, she's going to start writing down what she's feeling when she wants to go for food. So she's like, oh, I'm mentally wanting food all the time. I'm constantly thinking about food all the time. Okay, but why are we doing that? Why is that happening? What emotions are you feeling when you want those things? And it was actually really thought-provoking because this is why community is so important. Had another client chime in like, oh my gosh, that's such a great idea. I never thought about that. Cool. Awesome. Here's the other thing. She literally, I don't know, within 10 minutes of this conversation happening, came back and said, yeah, I wonder if it's a procrastination tactic. Boom. Maybe it isn't. But just thinking outside of, oh, I just always want food. I just always want food. And I fail every time. And I can't do this right? So you're not failing at something. You're just learning about something. She learned that, hey, maybe there's a different reason that I'm always thinking about food. Maybe I'm using it as a tool for something else. And that is flipping the language. So learning something about food or learning something about yourself and your relationship with your food, that's not failing. That's how you, that's how you grow right? Maybe you didn't fail at getting to the gym. Maybe you learned something about your time management skills. Maybe they fucking suck. I don't know. That's a possibility. Or maybe you understand like, okay, so this isn't working for me. What can I make work for me? So maybe it's not getting up and going to the gym before. Maybe it's like, hey, I got to hit the gym like on my lunch, or I have to make sure that I get in a 10 minute walk on my lunch in order to hit my steps every day. Or maybe it's like, oh my gosh, working out at night keeps me up all night. It is not working for me. I cannot fall asleep. My body is built with energy. So now I'm going to try, even though I don't really like waking up in the morning, I can get up in the morning. I'm going to go try that. See if that works. So maybe you just need to learn to make a shift. And then we have the killer of action. And that is overthinking. I'm not even going to lie. I am like your dead definition of an overthinker. I am an overthinker to a T. Again, something I'm working on. Like y'all hear me talk about all this shit that I'm like really trying to not necessarily change about my life, but I am trying to change about it because it doesn't serve me. It's not serving me. Overthinking doesn't serve me. Overthinking is action killer, 100%. And the more time you take to think about some doing something differently, the more time you have to talk yourself out of what you're actually going to do. It allows you to say, ah, let's see, it's not a good idea. See, all these reasons is not a good idea. And I, my good friend, she did a, a podcast episode with me a while ago, Ashley. She, um, I think it's Brene Brown, so somebody please correct me if I'm wrong, but has this like rule where you just give yourself five seconds to do the thing. So you're like, five, four, three, two, one, move. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Like, I really don't want to get off the couch right now, but I really know I have to go change this laundry. 
but I don't really want to do that. I don't, I just, I'm so comfortable right here, right? You continuously have this opportunity to talk yourself out of doing something all the time by overthinking about it instead of saying, okay, I'm going to give myself five seconds and I'm going to get off this couch and I'm going to go do this thing that I don't want to do. Five, four, three, two, one, and go. And you move and you take action. But the longer that we think or we we say, I don't want to do this, it makes it a hundred times harder to fucking do. Like lately, since my husband's been husband has been home. I've been staying up a little bit later, which then in turn, because we're watching Yellowstone, by the way, we just started. It's so good. We're in season two. It's amazing. Anyways, so I'm staying up a little bit later than what I'm used to, which in turn, I don't want to fucking get up. Right. And the, our first alarm, I have one of those like sunshine alarms that like, kind of like is supposed to emulate a sunrise. Highly recommend if you don't have one, they're amazing. And so that one goes off at like 440. And then I just thought, like, I can just lay here in bed. If I just fall back asleep, then I won't feel so bad about not getting up. Like if I can just fall back asleep, it's not going to be a big deal. And then it's like, oh, but I have all these things to do. And I have an appointment at nine, so I really can't sleep in. But I really just, what if I just go to the, go to the gym after my appointment instead? And then, oh, that would feel so good. And then I can get like an extra hour and a half, two hours of sleep. And it's going to be amazing. And it's going to be so wonderful. 40 minutes later, I'm talking to myself about how I can just sleep in and justifying this shit. And if I were to just have gotten up, it probably would have been better for me, right? So that's what I had to do the other day. Uh, Yesterday morning, I was just kind of like, I don't want to get out of bed. I was like, you know what? If you don't get up now, you're not getting up. So get the fuck out of bed. And I was like, okay, gotta go. Let's go. (laughs) And I'm up and I'm moving, right? I could lay, literally, that's what I do to try to justify not getting out of bed in the morning, right? And and so it's it's absolutely insane. It killed my action. I'm overthinking for however many minutes and that leads to like, oh, well, I, I'm not even gonna have time to get a full workout in anyways. And, but yet I didn't even sleep for the last 40 minutes because all I've been doing is trying to justify why I should sleep in or why I should get out of bed, right? It's so fucking ass backwards. So dumb. And it killed my action, my action taking I settled for less. And yes, it literally can happen that fast. The moment you start, the first time you have a thought of second guessing what you're getting ready to go do, it doesn't wait. Your nervous system acts extremely fast. It doesn't fucking overthink. Your nervous system does not overthink. It fucking takes action instantaneously. And then give a fuck about what you want or what you don't want. So, that that is the part that you have to it happens that fast the the first thought of second guessing or hesitation it will kill your action it will kill it here's the question who do you want to be like what do you really want you know i have a, a voxer container where i chat with clients and and i coach them basically through a messaging app, essentially. And a lot of the times, yes, we talk about macros and we talk about training, but a lot of this work is a lot of brain work. And I have a client in there right now who has let herself, you know, she just kind of let herself go. She became a mom and she's moved states and she just, she just, she doesn't know anything about herself anymore. 
She has nothing about who she is, what she wants, or what she even enjoys. Like, can you relate to that? Can you relate moms, crazy business ladies who have put so much focus so many other places? You don't even know who you are. You don't know what you like. You don't even know what you enjoy. You don't have hobbies. You don't do things for yourself. Nothing. And this actually reminds me of a story about my mom fairly recent story about my mom. And sometime around Christmas, sometime between Christmas and New Year's, I don't exactly remember because we were together frequently during this time. She had made a comment around that she wanted to learn sign language. Now she's a mom who was married fairly young. She's a woman who was married fairly young, became a mom within the first year of marriage for kids. And she, we, she did everything for us. She she was our taxi driver. She was our cook. She made us whatever we needed. She We were all involved in band and sports and orchestra and choir and got Girl Scouts, all sorts of stuff, Boy Scouts, all sorts of shit. And she had her own life. Every Monday, she, she would go and meet with what we called the craft group. And every Monday night, she did. That was something that she's always done. And that's kind of been a hobby of hers. So she's kept that for the most part. But she she lost herself. She Her focus was everywhere else but on her. And she never took time for herself. So my mom's 70. She turned 70 this year. And she wanted to, she said something about wanting, she's always wanted to learn sign language. It's something she's always wanted to do and never has done. And my mom settled. My mom settled for accepting well, it is what it is. I'll probably never learn it. It sounds great, but what's the reality of it happening? What's stopping her right now? Self-doubt? Who knows? Fear of what others might think or say? Why are you doing that? And the biggest one that we've talked about multiple times here is failing. What if she can't complete it? What if she doesn't, you know, make it through? What if, you know, she doesn't pass? I don't, I don't know how sign language classes work, to be quite honest and frank. But, like, I'm sure they're, they're, that's a possibility. So what do you really want to be? Who do you really want to be? We lose ourselves so fucking much. So fucking much. And a lot of times, like a lot of work that I do with my clients currently is getting them to stand in their power. Meaning when you say something, you mean it, it's intentional and you follow through. When you say something, it's intentional, you mean it and you follow through. The follow through is the hardest. We can be out here saying like, you know, it's just like all the affirmations like, oh, whatever affirmation you want to give. I don't even know. It doesn't matter if you don't truly believe it. It doesn't matter if it's not intentional. And it doesn't matter if you don't follow through with it. The follow through will always be the hard part. The follow through is where you decide, are you going to settle for what is and accept that this is all it's ever going to be? Or are you going to follow through and take action and make it different? 
because it's what you really truly want. You want to get healthy. You want to live a long life for your kids. You want to be able to go on the playground and chase them around. You want to be the person your kids come to when they need a person. You want to get off the fucking medications that you need over something that you can control. You want to learn to have a better relationship with your food. You want to have more energy and not always be dog-ass tired. You want to feel confident and not always be self-conscious about your body. You want to not constantly think about food and let it consume you. You want to set boundaries for people in your life for your sanity. You want to follow through on your desires. You want to not give a shit about what other people think about you. This is everything that the brain breakthrough is about. This is where you will learn about this. What I do is so fucking much more than macros. It's so much more than here's your training program. It's so much more. Are you settling? Are you accepting this is all I'm ever going to be? Do you desire to want more? Do you desire to understand why you're doing what you're doing and how you can change, follow through, take action, and grow? The choice is always yours. It always will be. I hope you guys, this hit. I hope this hit hard. This hit me hard. This hit me hard really, really, really good. And I talk a lot of times about sometimes these topics that I talk about are partially because these are things that are hitting for me in my own life. I'm done settling. I'm, I, and I, I'm done settling for people who are settling. I'm not settling anymore. I refuse to say that this is all it is. I desire to be more. I desire to follow through. I desire to grow. And this is what the brain breakthrough is all about. So I hope you have an amazing, an amazing hump day. And be sure, of course, as always, to share if you, if this hit, share it, please. And tune in on Friday for Friday, no filter. See you girls later. Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate your time. And if you like what you heard, please be sure to screenshot and share it with others who may enjoy it too. Don't forget to click the link in the show notes to see the ways that we can work together to start your journey. Always remember that every day is a new day to do better, be better, and begin again.